0: and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, Justin. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, not much. Just going to talk about a little bit the LaGuardian. LaGuardian. <laughs> Let's get the, started. Guardian. <laughs> the Guardian Legend with uh, Power Trip Gaming Dudes, maybe?
2: Hey, Andy. Yeah. What's going on, Paul?
1: <laughs> Nice intro. Oh, Andy. we're two dudes in an S over here. But uh,
3: yeah. collectively, and the train. we're four dudes. And the train.
1: Four dudes in an S, a train, and a cat. And the cat. <laughs> yeah.
4: Correct.
3: So. Well,
4: anyway, and
2: that's
3: how
1: popular
4: and, this game is. Yeah.
1: We're excited to have four people on this show. It's pretty rare that we get four, so... This should be a good show.
4: Yeah, we were Go definitely ahead. looking forward to this. So, thank you very much for uh, for having Andy and I on. Absolutely, yeah.
1: no problem. Um, I think this the first thing we need to talk about. I, I mentioned this to you guys before we did the show. Yeah. Um, the Nintendo Switch came out, mm-hmm. and we you guys are gracious enough to join us on a for a double header. So, we're going to do a Patreon episode later tonight. But Ooh. first, I just want to know two sentences. <laughs>
3: What'd you say? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
1: I heard not recording, and I I got a little scared.
3: I said late, not recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the best time.
3: Some of that some of that non-essential commentary we're known for, right? Yes, Sorry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but I want to know. Pun. I want to know everybody uh, in two sentences. Your thoughts on the switch, so we can give everybody a two-sentence thought on the switch so far. And then we'll get into a little deeper discussion later. I'll go first. Uh, I will say, to see, two sentences. <clears throat> I love Zelda and the hardware, but not much else going for it right now. Wait, that's only one sentence. And I, <laughs> I, I anticipate it's a, a good future. There we go.
3: That's a very political
1: answer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I even did the thumb, if you're watching on the video.
2: I saw the thumb. That was really <laughs> cool. That was, yeah, I like it. Met business.
1: All right, we'll go Justin. Justin last. If you guys want to, one of you two want to okay. chime in. Oh, well, I
2: guess I'll go first. Yeah, why uh, uh, you start? I will I feel like every console Nintendo's come out with has culminated into the Switch. Like you've got the best of a lot of the older systems, especially with Zelda. So, I mean, they went back to their roots.
4: All right was more than two sentences my bad. no i think with with some semicolons <laughs> in there and commas yeah yeah i think there's maybe an ellipsis too okay. so uh so my two sentences um the switch is amazing and nintendo please don't screw it up oh. and i will elaborate well, i'll elaborate later on but just we'll we'll discuss that later
3: all right that's good Hey, I'm looking forward to a bright future with the Switch. It's almost like
1: one sentence. Oh, you're you're more one, than one sentence. sentence one,
4: out. one and done. Don't
2: need oh, fluff. That's, yeah. <laughs>
1: all, right, all right. So, do we want to talk about the Guardian Legend now, Justin? Do you have some history for? Us?
3: Uh, I kind of do. I got a quiz game.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> I got some stiff competition. I got two people. Yeah, in yeah.
3: Okay. So quiz game. Did we do a quiz game last time you guys were on? I don't remember.
4: No. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's probably because nobody else except for me wanted to cover Legacy of the Wizard. <laughs> so <I don't> know <laughs> I that's, could, that's probably I why.
3: Could, <laughs> I couldn't remember if we did the quiz game last time. So the way the quiz game works, it, it's, it's a five question quiz game with, uh, and, and you buzz in. You can buzz in at any time, but basically each question will be read with four multiple choice answers. You can buzz in at any time. If the first word you like, I know the answer. Buzz in. You buzz in by saying your name. Now, here's the here's the thing. Andy, you may want to change your name. Because two words, two, two syllable names are just complicated. Right? <laughs> you need a strong mic or Paul, you right. know, yeah. see what I'm saying?
2: Well my nickname is Pope. That Pope? I got it, there we okay. go. in high school, so <laughs> Pope it is.
3: Pope's your Pope your uh, Pope's your buzzer. That's your buzz. <laughs> Don't accidentally All say right. poop. Actually, no promises. <laughs> All right. Question number one. The game uh, that was created the game was created by Compile. Which was actually a sequel to which compile game? Is it A. Guardic, B. Puyo Puyo? C. Zanuck? Paul, Paul, Paul,
4: Zanuck.
1: Mike, Mike. I'm gonna go to the first
3: one. Guardic is Guardic. Oh! oh
4: that's Guardic.
3: Great. Zanuck was also a game that had a. It was very similar.
4: See, I,
3: I think it came after Guardian it, Legend. It did come after. Yeah, so, Warduk right. came right. before. And was was on uh, was it on Commodore or something, maybe? It was on.
4: Famicom, maybe? Because it didn't come out for Nintendo.
3: I think. And I uh, just had that pulled up and lost it. It's <laughs> fine. We'll just. It was on I'm the right. MSX. It was on the MSX. Okay. Oh, okay. Warduk cool. okay. Okay. So was released in 1986 on the uh, MSX. So. <laughs> All right. Next question. The director of this game' name is Masamitsu Mitani. What is his nickname? Is it A. Chick, B. Moo, C. Bach, D. Ma, or E. Me?
2: Hmm. Paul. <laughs> Oh, you, sound, you, sound,
1: you sound really. I,
2: uh, well, like you I
4: know the answer to that one.
2: <laughs> you
4: guys don't know I think it, I, I almost forgot my name. Uh, is it Moo? It's Moo. Moo. Get out of here. Your <laughs> name is Moo. Yes, yes. That was a blind guess. No, it really wasn't. I could have sworn that, like after beating the game, like that was like one of yeah. the credit names,
1: like in quotations yeah. oh. or something, maybe.
4: So they they gave yeah. nicknames for um,
3: the creators and designers and the director. Which is uh, Mu Natani, the designer Koji Janus Teramoto. I'm curious where Janus comes from. Yeah, the programmer Takayuki Jiminy Gemi- or Gemini, but it's not spelled like Gemini, like the astrology sign. Hirono. Like, uh,
1: American Gladiator.
3: No, <laughs> not spelled like American Gladiator either. So, yeah, so they all had nicknames. There you go. And we got a tie game. Don't be jealous. Paul and Mike. All right. This magazine in January of 1989 gave an abbreviated review of The Guardian Legend and promised a complete review the following month, but never followed up with a complete review. Is it A, Electronic Gaming Monthly, B, Nintendo Power, C, Game Insider, or D, Video Games Magazine? Mike. Pope. I'm going to give it to Pope.
2: I want to say A, Electronic, uh, the first
3: one. (laughs) No, it's not right.
2: Mike. I feel like I know this one too.
3: Nintendo Power? It's Nintendo
4: Power. That was my guess. That was my guess because that sounds like something they would have done.
3: Yeah, Nintendo Power it, previewed The Guardian Legend in mm-hmm. nineteen eighty nine where they discussed the game's mechanics, graphics, and shoot 'em up sequences. They promised a full review in the following issue, but it was a postponed due to a delay in the game's release and they never did it.
4: Yeah, wow. yeah, it never yeah, it never made like a cover story or anything like that, and yeah. I don't remember ever seeing a strategy for it. Wow. Yeah. I feel I like I read a strategy that strategy for it.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah,
4: well, it was not as cryptic as another game that we've covered before, so... Uh, Let's let's just... Yeah, we'll throw that out
3: there. (laughs) Alright. So, Mike's up 2, to Paul's 1, to Pope's 0.
4: Alright. Okay, we're all winners.
3: We're all winners. (laughs) Alright. Mike can put it away with this one, I think. So... Um, when IGN released their top 100 NES games of all time, this game was released in what range? Was it A, 1 through 25, B, 26 through 50, Mike. C, 51 through. Go ahead, Mike.
1: 26 through 50.
3: Not 26 <sighs> through 50. C, 51 through 75, or D, 76 through 100? Paul?
4: Paul, Paul Aaron, uh, C.
2: It's I not?
3: See. Nope.
2: Pope. Pope. I have a 50 50 shot and I know I'm going to blow this.
1: <laughs> well, what confidence I, you have?
2: <laughs> I wanna say, as much as I love this
3: game, I'm going to say D. D. It ranked 87th. 87, 87. In top of the top games of IGN. Really close so. to being
1: in the C range. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. So Mike, two Andy and Paul, and or Pope and uh, Paul with one apiece. I'll
2: be (laughs) alright.
1: So wait, real quick. This is the last question.
3: This is the last planned question. I want to make this
1: interesting. Let's just say Mike,
3: me versus Power Trip Gaming.
2: Two. Oh,
3: okay, you're gonna let them combine their points, yep. huh? Mm-hmm.
2: God, yeah. combine the points yeah.
1: And they can combine to answer the last question.
2: All right, it's here. This we don't is, get this, or, yeah, what, like, I'm this gonna be embarrassed. Better
1: drink you some
3: Gatorade. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, this question's a bit of a curveball. Okay, good. I like, that's the way I like them. All right, here we go. So for the US version of the Guardian Legend, Broaderband was the publisher. Broaderband had the Guardian Legend as was exhibited at the 1989 Winter Consumers Electronics Show in Las Vegas, Nevada before its release. It was one of the prime attractions at the Broaderband booth along with what other product?
4: Oh, uh, God, I, I, a power trip a, what? No, uh, power trip is ringing in. I, Andy, I'm sorry if I get this wrong. Is it the U force?
3: And power trip w- takes the win with the U force controller. I don't even know what that
4: is. <laughs> wow, I'm so. You can't. You can't actually see it. It's on the very top shelf. We uh, we. I don't get it print. I need proof. I'm, I'm, I am go, thoroughly go impressed. Go it, go we got we got the box and everything. Actually, we found it at a uh, at a uh, video game place in uh, in Madison, actually, which is uh, a couple hours north of us.
3: Didn't even have right to there. read the options. <laughs> yeah, right. see,
4: there, there it is. I don't know if you guys can see it, yep, but there it is. It was uh, so, so it was very uh, monumental, I guess, at the time because it's like you have got this pad where you like. You're supposed to be able to hold your hands to, like, move the characters and, like, move it up and down to, like, jump. And uh, the thing worked as well as probably the Power Glove did. So uh,
1: <laughs> so not at all. <laughs> and,
4: and it's, yeah, so pretty, pretty much. much. Actually, I think the Power Glove worked better because they at least had Super Glove on, which was made for the the glove, so it worked on that. Uh, the U-Force really didn't work with anything.
2: No. And so. we've tried it, I think, with Metroid. I did, And yeah. you can't, like... You know, in Metroid, you can soft jump or hard jump. There's no there's way to no, like, there's, like a middle jump. there's a middle jump. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like impossible to play with it. Yeah, but it well, works it's... with Punch Out. So yeah, semi <laughs> well with Punch Out
1: anyway. It's cool looking. <laughs> at least it kind of looks like a game it is, of yeah. a,
3: a battleship or something.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 the it's the fact, really, yeah it's really good. The fact
3: that you have one won you the game today. So that I yeah. mean, that's <laughs> actually, <laughs> So
2: we saved space. Do you think it worked as well in that show as it didn't for us? In what show? At that thing that it was attracted with Guardian Legends. Honestly, actually, I can't, I can't imagine it working well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
4: I can't. I just can't even imagine it working well. Or what who, they knew? Had to do with
1: who knew that the last question I would be up against people who actually own this ob- obscure device?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Did you guys, cook, for- did, Justin, did you go behind the scenes and... and I, get
3: I, was gonna this say, I didn't, your, yeah, but I will cheating. say, I will say this. The U-Force is considered one of the worst uh, controllers to ever be released.
4: I would buy that. Absolutely, yep. yep,
3: definitely. IGN ranked it the eighth worst video game controller, which means there's seven more that are that they considered worse.
4: So. I was just thinking that. I can't even imagine what, what would be worse.
2: Like, oh man, wow. So, well,
3: anyway, I don't know. so the Guardian Legend,
2: yeah. Nice right. So
3: Mikey, did you have this game or did you uh, go find this game or what'd you do? Well, this game,
1: um, I did not have this game. I actually did not. Um, let me just say congratulations guys. You've hard fought game. <laughs> hey, thank you.
4: Thank you very
1: much. Bye. I may be giving you a hard time but that was good. That's good. All right. Uh, No, I didn't have this game. I never even heard of this game until uh, Paul and Andy wanted to do it. Um, And I just bought it off eBay. And unfortunately, it did not get here in time for me to play it. Uh, Because I kind of waited too long to buy it off eBay. But uh, I did demo it. So I do have some experience playing the game. But I never played it when I was a kid. And I'm still waiting on it to come in. Which I will probably... Turn around and give out later in the show, the game once it gets here.
2: That'd be a
4: great prize. I was gonna say that's that's a great uh, that's a great prize. So,
1: yeah. um, how about you guys? Did you did you have it? Or how did you how did you acquire the game?
2: Um, I've had it ever since I was a little kid. I played it growing up, and I remember loving it as a child. I love it even today. I mean, I could plug it in, and I would never get bored of it. The that's game is so fantastic. It's it's. Perfect on every level for me. Me, on the
4: other hand, um, I've actually I've had this game for years. Um, I want to say that I picked it up at back when GameStop was still selling um, Nintendo games. So I think I paid like two ninety nine for it. Um, and it's just one of those games that just really being in a in a big pile. I had never played it, and uh, so Andy actually was the one who wanted to cover this game because uh, it's one it was one of his favorites growing up. And so it wasn't until. Uh, we were going to Guestron here, so a couple weeks ago, like I actually like played it for the first time and just absolutely fell in love with it. So. Nice,
1: that's cool. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, two ninety nine,
4: huh? Hmm. It's yeah, a pretty deal. <laughs> that's a good deal. I, well, I I, I miss the days when GameStop used to sell Nintendo games, or at least for like kind of throwaway prices. Dirt cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, and you said it being in a pile, you never played it. Well, the cover for this game just does not make you want to play it. Like, I, I can yeah. remember seeing it at the, the rental store and stuff when I was a kid, but I never wanted to play it. It just looks so no, boring. Think,
3: yeah. <laughs> you think it looks boring, or is it just, like, creepy? It's well, like Nightmare, yeah, it.
1: <laughs> Well, let me just say, all the bund games, or however you pronounce that company, mm-hmm. always yeah. looked boring to me, and I never wanted to play them. I think there was a couple that I played when I was a kid, and I always just thought, well, okay. So, there's, yeah, yeah there's, they always had the... Point color border, bottom border with a name in it and then like a picture up top. It's and, just so ugly. Yeah, and every time yeah. I would see them, I would just not want to play them most of the time. Or if mm-hmm. I did play them, I would realize like, okay, steer, steer clear of those games. But this one, mm, spoilers, may or may not be an exception. But <laughs> the color scheme on the cover of this box just makes me want to puke. It's just yeah, it's wow.
4: like yellow. And it's so funny because the <laughs> color scheme that's on the box is... I think that was another thing with Broderbund is they always had their like hand drawn like pictures of like the games and stuff and the the artwork in the game never looked like what the box art did and so it's like it was a bad indication of like what you were getting into. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or in this case, yeah. uh, instead of hand drawn picture of the game, um, clip from a movie box it's a, art. Apparently, <laughs> yep,
4: movie. Exactly. Yeah, it's a blank swipe. Yeah, shout <laughs> out, oh,
1: shout on. out to Ian. Uh, on our group page for pointing that out to me. I had no idea.
4: Yeah, that's that's a good point. I've I've never, ever heard the the connection between those two, between the, the movie Creature and Guardian Legend. I never would have put that together.
1: Anybody
3: seen that movie?
0: <laughs> no,
4: but I feel like I need to now. I, I feel I like haven't, I need to. Hold on, let me, let me actually have see if it, I guessing? still put in the
3: plane. No, but I want to now that I've read that tag. I...
4: Yeah, I was gonna say the tagline <laughs> says it all. It says, first you
2: die, then the terror begins." Like, <laughs> how does that even happen? <laughs> I mean, the the box art's a little different. He's got some eyeshadow, like a yeah. smiley face well, on his so brow. So yeah, the different. difference between it is, yeah, he's got he's got
4: some blue right here, like eyeshadow. shadow or eyebrows. He's got a little smiling snake right he's here in so the happy. middle of his, Yeah, he's really happy. He's got a big old smile on his face. And, I took uh, it and photoshopped it a little bit. And there's
2: lightning yeah. bolts too. There's the uh, creature, and they have lightning bolts, so it's completely different. Yeah, right. It, it is completely different. Yep, yeah. Not Still pretty
1: ugly though. <laughs> and what stinks? And we're talking about the game now, by the way. If anybody's trying to follow along our outline that I didn't send out to anybody, nobody on out there listening knows what it is, unless they just know what it is by heart, which I hope they do. But um, the thing about it is the box art also. The box art that we got in America pales in comparison to the Japanese and the PAL box art. They're both really yeah. cool. Have you guys seen those?
2: I've, no, I, if, I haven't. If I'm not mistaken, it's the picture of her, it, uh, the main character, right? Honestly. Yeah,
1: It's a picture of her. The Japanese is like a hand-drawn, like comic book style picture of her. And then yeah. the PAL version is kind of a cartoony looking, but it's still, again, it's a picture of her on the cover. The,
4: the
3: oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. I'm looking yeah. at the PAL version now. Yeah. Andy just pulled it out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, did just
1: got that? I don't know.
3: And the Japanese version is actually pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, the Japanese that's, version mm-hmm.
1: is like, pretty awesome. It's probably my
3: favorite. Probably the best, yeah.
1: But alas, Much. not for us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All to right, so this.
1: sounds like <laughs> Uh, Andy, you're the only one that has a memory from your childhood, which is something we talk about on the show, so, um, we'll leave this whole section up to you. What was it like playing it as a young
0: lad?
2: Oh, I mean, (laughs) I, growing up, I never, like, shoot 'em ups because I'm not great at them. At least when I was a kid, I wasn't great at them, but this was such a beautiful blend of, like, Zelda meets, you know, or Xanic actually. I mean, it was just such a... I don't know, the fact that you didn't die in one hit made it appealing. You know, you had a life bar while while in the shooting stages, and it was just, it was so alluring. Mm-hmm. Like, the art style was great, the variable speeds in the flying sections was so much fun. It's just, I never wanted to put it down as a kid. It was yeah. amazing.
1: That was the first thing I noticed turning it on. Well, two first two things I noticed. One was how fast it was right off the bat. You hit the star button, mm-hmm. and you're just... You're like a hyperdrive, hyper yeah. you know. <laughs> That's um, our own in rad racer to eat your heart out, right? <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Sorry, Greg. Um, but then the other thing I noticed is that you get shot, and the first time you get shot, you don't die like most shoot 'em ups. Most shoot 'em ups, you get one, you get you get shot, you die, you lose all your power ups. Yeah, I mean, this game is not like that at all. You can get shot no. a bunch of times.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. gives you a fighting chance, which was mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air, especially on the nest Yeah, like that era was not forgiving. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, I'm with you though I was always terrible at, at shooting up, still am so the, you know playing this game is a nice change of pace
2: yeah just the exploring part was so much fun even the overworld between the the flying stages was just I mean I, I Legend of Zelda is probably my favorite franchise of all time and just kind of seeing, like, you get that same nostalgia playing it, without exploring and finding the power ups and getting more powerful, and that sense of growth mm-hmm. that you get throughout the game, where your gun powers up and you get all these different sub weapons, and it was just, it was amazing. Like, it still is. You mm-hmm. still get. I mean, in our playthrough, I think I beat a boss that I haven't beaten since I was actually never. I've never beaten one of the mm-hmm. sub bosses, and I was, oh man, yeah, he was, I was, he was to the, the moon. It was so exciting. Cool.
1: So I've got something for us to read here. I, I don't know. Last time we did this, you had the you actually had it, so I I left it up to you. Uh, so
4: well, I'll let you I'll, let you I'll let you do the reading. I'll let you do the reading, but we'll we can follow along. You're gonna if you follow uh, along,
1: okay? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll follow along. We'll go time. back to about fourth grade here. Okay, <laughs> so if everybody will turn to page three. Oh yeah, right there. Okay, page turn three. to page three. There's it's a beautiful <laughs> beautiful drawing um, of. Um, some little robot dude and some mushrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually really nice. <laughs> so um I hope everybody out there in, in the podcast land is following along as well. <clears throat> the Guardian what is Legend. It? What is that? Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Is that I an alien? It's alien, maybe.
4: It's, I think whatever the race is of the of the planet or maybe just a robot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Guardian Legend. <laughs> Long ago, in a distant galaxy, an alien race sent a huge world called Naju hurtling towards Earth, Jim loaded here. with a cargo
0: <laughs> <loaded> <laughs> with the cargo
1: of mysterious life forms. Hey, speaking of... Um, guess That guess movie's what? so good. <laughs> uh, tangent, a little bit. Guess what concert I'm going to tomorrow night? Jimmy Eat World, huh? Oh, there
4: you go. Should be a good yes. time
3: does everybody know what movie I referenced there just making sure uh, a Jew here
1: isn't it um is that
3: bastards?
2: wait was that no, Robin is Hood and Tights yes that's right it was Blinken I think yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was
1: for some reason I was wanting to <laughs> for some reason I want to say um what's the western one
2: Blazing Saddles Blazing Saddles but no, no yeah. yeah you're
1: right it's Robin Hood Man Tights yeah <laughs> Okay. No, I just thought you were just a racist, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: thought, I, I actually thought a South was, uh, was going to be coming soon after that.
1: Yeah. All right. During the long journey, those creatures have multiplied and become increasingly evil. And mm-hmm. now the Jew seems teams with evil. I'm sorry, teams. Ooh. However, deep within its complex globe are self-destruct mechanisms that can be activated to destroy it before it reaches Earth. Now you must battle your way deep within a Jew's liberan- labyrinth to destroy the alien world. You are the guardian of Earth, and your saga will become the guardian legend.
3: Sweet, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's actually a pretty cool story.
4: It really is. It's kind of unique. Yeah, for only having three
2: paragraphs too. It's like it says a lot in a very short like description. The one thing that I always found interesting about this is, and it's never referenced anywhere in the instruction book or anywhere even in the game, is the main character's name. It's, uh, Miria. They never say it. I have no idea, but it's, they never say it in the game anywhere. They never mention it in the instructions. They just refer to you as the guardian the whole time. No, I'm it's
1: saying. Did you just? Did you just make yeah, that? Where
2: with did you? <laughs> no, it's. I think the Japanese version they mm-hmm. mention her by name. Well, I remember you saying that but... what her name was to me, yeah. and I had no idea where you had heard that because they for don't. For some reason, name. they don't mention it in our yeah. version. That's very that strange.
1: Was just, that was just Andy's name, pet <laughs> name for her. They just always called
2: her. <laughs> it was my <laughs> dream name when I was growing up with it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, yeah, but the game it's light on story, but somehow they pack a lot of detail into just the little bits that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, Let's see yeah, what else but... we got in the manual. You see any doozies there flipping through it? Cause I'm looking at a PDF. So mine's a little harder
4: to well, flip through. Well, one of them, I, uh, I just have to point this out too, cause I'm a, I'm a fan of old school transformers. But if you look at the, uh, the planet, uh, the Naju on page four. Oh, that cross section. So, Tell me that that doesn't look like a uh, Unicron. If you guys are familiar with, uh, Transformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, this bit. game is without, without the teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: game is Transformers, right? For the most part. maybe Yeah. For,
4: well, sure. for the most part. Yeah. She actually transforms. Yeah. Into a, into a, yeah. like a fighter jet. Plane, yeah.
2: So, yeah.
4: but I do, uh, I do have to point out though, that there's, uh, there's dungeons. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is a labyrinth. Kind of reminds me of another game that, that I played that I really liked. So. <laughs> a game that shall not be named. Uh, a game that shall not be named.
1: Uh-huh. And, well, this uh, one actually gives you a map.
4: This looks like, mm-hmm. like uh... Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That <laughs> Cemetery. Is, makes is a huge it? difference. Thanks. Like c-
1: Okay, so uh, there's a lot of stuff in this man. We can come back to the manual a little bit as we talk about things, because there's going to be some things we're probably going to want to touch on, like weapons and things like that, that we can refer back yeah, to the manual sure. when we, when we uh, get to it. But let me just um, let's just start talking about the game, what our thoughts are on it now, since the rest of us haven't got to talk about it. I will say, for me, I'm a bit overwhelmed by this game. Having I did, I obviously did not plan enough time before the show. <laughs> um to get into this game because this game is really deep and complex that I on a level that I was not expecting because looking into it I looked into it a little bit before the show and I saw that it was a shoot 'em up I was like ah I can just play this Sunday before the show mm-hmm. a few hours on Sunday no big deal and i'll I'll you know I'll just get a good gist of it and be able to talk a lot about it on the show but no no this is way beyond that I was way off so that was m- my fault but There's a lot more to this game, and and um, it kind of blew me away and overwhelmed me a bit
2: today. Mm -hmm. That's my my initial thought.
1: That's my initial
2: thought on the game. I can see that, and it's not a short game by any means. No, I think our playthrough, and I know what I'm doing. I didn't. I never died. It took me about what was it? Three three hours, three and a half, maybe even. No, no, three hours. Three. It might have been two.
4: No, it wasn't. It's, are you two, sure? Two, at least between two forty and three. three. Uh, do you not put honest. a timer
1: on? on you got to have a timer.
4: We uh, <laughs> we do. Well, we, I mean, we do because we we've, we've got the uh, the recording time we know. But it's it wasn't until like we like the last several games that we played, like the last like four or five games, we actually like now say on camera like, oh, okay, it took us such and such time to to beat it. Before that, we didn't even think to even do that. So, mm-hmm. I think it took us 16 episodes yeah. at roughly 10 to 15 minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be- and me not knowing, not knowing what to do the um, first time I had ever played it, it took me probably, I mean, doing a couple, like an hour a night or a couple hours here or there, um, it probably took me a good like week to actually get through it. Um, just because the game is so immense and first time I played it it was so funny because the first couple of like sections I made it through like without a breeze and I'm like, oh god, this is two nights I'll have it done yeah. I mean, Minus mine the few texts of me asking the, me what to do yeah, <laughs> Minus the few texts of, of asking, okay, how do I beat this guy? I can't do it and It's just yeah, It turned into a, a nightmare in and of itself. Made me happy No, sure <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, well, how were you playing? Were you playing on original NES? Or... Yes. Yeah, so you had to yeah, use was... the password
4: system.
2: Yes, yes. Which... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. No joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, the...
4: <laughs> not that I wanted to compare it again, but um, the password system, Broderbund, I don't know what it is about Broderbund, but they just liked really long passwords. <laughs> Unlike Legacy of the Wizard, though, I have to say, uh, Guardian Legend, every password I got worked. Yeah. So that was, oh, the only, that was the only saving grace because Legacy of the Wizard, three times out of every four, they would give you a password that didn't work. And oh. Guardian Legend, I never got a, a bad one.
1: You must be a linguist then because Guardian Legend gives you characters that don't even exist in the English
2: language. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: so that's a little bit more complex even than Legacy of the Wizard was because not only do you have like uppercase and, like, lowercase, but then you have, like, shadow box like, letters as well, too. I'm like, why do you need all these symbols? <laughs> you don't need these all.
1: They just throw unlauts over top of a bunch of them, for yeah. no reason, it seems like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very heavily German. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah.
4: <laughs> Russian to the extreme.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I imagine that if I would actually use the password system instead of save states, then I would have probably written the password down wrong. Not being Guardian Legends fault, but just just wrote it down wrong, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess technology—I could just take a picture, right? That that's
4: actually—that's that's what, what I did because I didn't—I don't want to mess it up. I was like, my eyes probably won't work, so I'm just gonna take a picture of it and then I'll, I'll read it off my phone instead of transposing something wrong. Wish I would have.
3: <laughs> if you're playing this in the late '80s, early '90s, have you polaroid it.
1: Yeah, polaroid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> or just take your film, take your film roll. This has got a bunch of passwords on it. <laughs> <Be careful. laughs>
1: these, these are very <laughs> important. Do not screw this up.
4: <laughs> or if you were a big spender and you actually had one of those like instant Polaroid cameras where the, the picture came out like right away. Maybe yeah. maybe then you could have uh yeah. you didn't yeah. even have to take it to get developed. Don't shake it. it. Yeah, don't
1: oh shake you're it. not
4: supposed to shake it. Oh I thought you no. were always supposed to shake it. Uh, I, no, actually, yeah.
3: Wait, We didn't have one.
1: <laughs> Out, Outcast got in trouble for telling people to shake it like a Polaroid picture in their in their uh,
0: rap song. <laughs>
4: oh wow, that's <laughs> funny. Polaroid's <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Don't do that.
2: <laughs> Touch the very bad
1: you'll There's a picture. Yeah, so, I, I've messed up a lot of passwords as
3: a kid in this game. That's for sure. <laughs> Justin, Five what, did, what, like what it, did you think? It. it well, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Is that I didn't play this as a kid and then kind of got into playing it this past week because we're going to be talking about it in the show and just realized how immensely complicated that it really <laughs> is. Um, and not so much that, you know, it's hard to figure out or you don't really know what you're doing, but it's just, there. it's, it's complex, it's not linear. So you find yourself in this... Uh, uh, just kind of what do I do next and what do I use all this stuff for?
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I think, you know, it takes a lot of time to learn that and find the best way. I to will
2: say
1: that. that on occasion it does get hard to figure out and confusing. I don't know if it's the translation, but there's like these puzzles that you come to where they t- kind of tell you what to do. Like there's text and I don't know if it's the translation, but there's there's some of those I just I may just be dumb too. I just couldn't. <laughs> you know, the the text just did, didn't make sense to me at all. You know, I guess we haven't actually talked about what the game is. We kind of touched on it a little bit. It's part Schmup, part Zelda. But Andy, you probably have the most experience with it. Can you give like a brief synopsis of what this game is? Because this is not like a normal game where we can just say oh, it's a platformer or oh, it's a mm-hmm. RPG or something. We kind of people who've never played this game will kind of need to know what it is.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, it goes the whole game. Takes place on obviously the planet's surface, and then you go through different corridors to find these locks. There's there's ten different like main areas you go to, ten main corridors that you use to defeat the or to activate the self destruct sequence. I mean, there are other ones too. They're numbered one through ten. Those are the important ones, and then there's like eleven through twenty. Eleven through twenty. Um, but each one of the main ten is locked by some something you have to do. Uh, the first one I know, you just shoot straight into it; it'll open the lock. There's one where I think, like you were saying, that the cryptic thing where it's you go to a guy and he's just like, "Oh, touch everywhere," and you're like, "Uh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> <laughs> so, but they mean there's these there are little squares on the floor, and you go around and you touch each square, and then the corridor opens up. And it's it was a very That's interesting theme, puzzle yeah. aspect to it without having a puzzle. You know what it sense. kind of
1: you know what it kind of reminds me of. Since we'll be talking about the Switch later, it kind of reminds me of the new Zelda game. There's all these little yeah. thing, these little shrines you go to and where do like a quick little puzzle, and that's what you do to get something, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, that's actually a perfect, uh, a yeah. perfect analogy for it. It's yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, once you beat those ten corridors, you go to the last area and destroy the planet, and then fight the final guy, and it's it's really neat. It, when you go to the corridors, you end up transforming into the glider. She can, like, transform into a plane or something. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the vertical shooting sequence where you fight a boss, and depending on what you fight, you'll get power-ups, you'll get a key to go to the next area. But it's uh, it has quite a wealth of stuff to do in it, that's for sure.
4: Yeah. I was going to
2: say, it's, it's interesting
4: because it combines shoot 'em up elements with action RPG elements as well, too, which is, like, two genres that... Mm-hmm. I don't think many games actually combine. Mm-hmm. um it was just like it was either shoot 'em up or it was either rpg it's like nobody really combined the two so mm-hmm. it was very innovative for uh for the time and i'm just i'm surprised that there was never like any sequels or they never really came back to the guardian legend universe no um, this is and, definitely
2: a concept that really hasn't been revisited yeah. since i don't think in any system mm-hmm. the only thing i can think of that comes close would be maybe Sigma Star Saga for the Game Boy Advance. Advance, And I think that was done by, what was that, Napco? Way way, uh, way Forward. That's right, it was Way Forward, the ones who did uh, Shantae. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But I mean, it's such a great formula. I wish another company would do something like it.
1: It is a a very, very unique game. I I, I have honestly never played anything like it. Um, I will say that... I think that I will eventually like this game, now that I know what it is. But as of right now, my opinion of it is a little bit scattered. I really don't know what to think of it. I don't know, I don't want to say that I don't like it, because I like all of its elements. But mm-hmm. I think the fact that I haven't got a grasp on exactly how to tackle it, I don't really want to say that I like it yet. But I think I will, if that makes sense at all. It, you know what I mean? I'm not going to quit playing it. I'm going to go back to it and play it again. Um, and I'll play it... You know, I don't know if I ever play it till I beat it, but I'll I'll continue to play it, uh, going into the future. So that that, that does bode well for it. So I guess I do like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is when you beat it, you get like it it transforms into a completely different game. You get a password at the end. I, I didn't do this obviously. I just looked it up and saw something mm-hmm. else do it. But they give you a password and then it just turns into a shoot 'em up, right? It's just nothing yep, but yeah. shoot 'em up.
4: Yep, it takes out all of the um the extra elements and it
2: just go or. Yeah, yeah. Is, and then it's just the uh, the shooting, the, the yeah. shooting up levels. You input TGL and in the yeah. passwords, and all it does yeah. is yeah. all it does is give you every power up you would have gotten in that area. So it's then basically it puts you in like the next main the, boss. the arcade version is what I think they said it was. Yeah, that sounds about like a, right. Yeah, it's like an arcade version of
4: the
1: game, which I think is really pretty interesting thing to uh-huh. do in this game too. Like, yeah. if you if you're somebody who like I'll use Justin as an example, because I know he's not really an action RPG top-down kind of guy, but he may like shoot-'em-ups. So I know he likes shoot ups better than that, right, Justin? Yeah. So, for him, if he That's knows perfect. that code, he could just enter it at the start of the game, and all of a sudden, he's got a completely different game. He just he don't even have to worry about the, the puzzles no, and the top yeah, down you are, yeah, you don't
4: have to worry about the boring action RPG elements you just get <laughs> I don't, get yeah, right I don't right need
3: to use the, my brain. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> just
3: shoot <laughs> <him> up Yeah. <laughs> No,
1: but, but yeah. I mean the traveling through the la- I guess it's kind of open. You can go wherever you want. I guess my thing is I need to know. And maybe I need to look this up, or maybe I just need to figure it out. If I had more time, I could just figure it out. But there's, I'm sure there's got to be certain power ups that you want to try to get first. Like there's mm-hmm. got to be some things that are better than others. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And there's, there's some, a- that, you know, may not be worth trying to get. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there <laughs> absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. Any there's the. If you've ever played Gun Knack, they're like little green, or little blue and little red smiley face guys. They're called the Landers. Mm-hmm. One of them increases your life total. One of them increases your chip count, which is increases your gun strength. Um, those you really want to get. And then they're like some of the sub items are worth it. There's like a lightsaber looking thing that's super powerful but really short range, <laughs> which is extremely effective. But then there's other ones like a like a laser, but it doesn't really seem to do much, because you can only use it during the flying segments, and it's really not all that powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's definitely a few weapons that are really only, like, extremely useful. Yeah. And some that are just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's another cool aspect that you kind of touched on. You can, you get an upgrade for your character, and it transfers to both things, you know? Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, like, I'm trying to think. I guess mm-hmm. uh, the fireball maybe is a good example of that. Where like, I don't know if that one's a good example. I can't remember if the fireball actually. I know you shoot it in the top-down stuff. I can't remember what it does in the in the flying parts. But anyways, the the, the point is that there's some power-ups that you can get that will transfer to both the top-down and the flying parts, and they kind of stay with you, right? Like in most shooter yeah. games, you die and you lose them. Yeah. This, this game, you die, you go mm-hmm. back start and start to have to enter your password, but. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but you don't lose your power-ups.
4: No. Yeah. And uh, it, one thing I, I do find um, interesting, too, is that a lot of people, I think one of their gripes is that the game is really, you don't know where to go. Um, there is no clear-cut path, and you can kind of get lost in it, and it's, it, it's non-linear. And I actually felt quite op- like opposite of that, where when you first turn on the game, um, the map that they do show you, it it is quite... And so it's like you could almost get like just ahead of yourself. You almost don't want to even kind of traverse the the map at all. But there are certain areas where you can go to and then you you like kind of clear out an area. Then you go to the next segment. And then once you get everything in that segment, then you'll get a key that will then unlock two new segments. And so then you hit one and then you hit the other. And so I felt like actually as I was playing through it, um, the game was actually a lot more linear than I had expected it to be. And I don't know if you, if anybody else felt that way because, I, like I said, I see one of the biggest gripes is that it's so nonlinear, which I didn't feel that at all. Mm-hmm.
1: I, could, I could see that. I could see how this didn't happen to me. I wish it did. But I could see how <laughs> if you could find your way down a <laughs> path. I mean, it, it, there are numbers, right? So they kind of is the order you want to go in.
2: Yep, exactly. I mean, this, is, and, and, this is how
1: you need to unlock the doors. You know, this is the number path to go down. So, and I think that- Go ahead, Justin, <laughs> sorry.
3: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, uh, I was just going to say, I think that that gripe mainly comes from people that are like me and Michael who have not played it at a, uh, you know, have not given it enough time to find that linear path. And so mm-hmm. you're, so you are at first, I think it is. Yeah. That is a reasonable right. gripe. I think at
4: yeah the
3: very beginning of playing this game, but yes, it does become more linear after time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: never, I never really had time to find it, to be honest. I mean, I just kind of, <laughs> I I, did some of the corridor stuff and I kind of wandered around the map Yeah, and never really found my way. If I would have found my way, I would have probably not felt the way that I do about it being kind <laughs> of... about being lost like I was. Although I will yeah. say it does, it does have a map, whereas some other games that we may have covered in the past
4: <laughs> well, with or without
1: you definitely were more complicated
4: yeah (laughs) and 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 to your point uh michael too it's uh you were absolutely right too because i mean you've got the the big black box that it shows where your map is and right out of the starting gate there's only like a couple sections and the rest of it is all blacked out and the couple sections that they uh that there are that they show um it it looks so just overwhelming when you first Mm -hmm. start and you're like where do I go? Like what the heck is like are all these different rooms do I have to go yeah. to each one of them or like where do I go? And so like right out of the starting gate it is extremely like just kinda overwhelming to have to deal with. Especially
2: since the map is basically like a, a Zelda map where mm-hmm. it's just squares on yeah. a on a screen and, and then you go you in the screen it's more of like a maze mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know in games. So it, it can be kinda tricky to traverse. Yeah. Yeah. So I
4: could definitely and see that. And there's some uh, some corridors where it's like you're you're literally like one or two squares away from, from it on the map. And you think, oh, okay, I'm going to get there in no time. And then you find out that you have to take this like completely obscure back roads way <laughs> that like takes you 20 minutes to get there. I'm like, I what? I was two squares away. How, why did I have to go through 10 different squares in order to get to it? Like around the loop uh- and...
2: Oh getting nightmares of castle quest <laughs> <laughs> oh god castle quest nightmare that was nightmare
1: all right so what about the graphics of the game what'd y'all think about the graphics
2: oh they're exquisite to me i loved them every environment was so beautifully done even if so, even if some of them were reused I, in certain areas i, I thought have, the game was beautiful uh, i do have some great
4: um overall i think that it, it's great. I I love the um, kind of that overworld um, exploration level. The the uh, the sprites are really big, very bright, very uh, vibrant. Um, some of the flying stages are uh, are overwhelming because there are a lot. There's a lot of stuff coming at you. There's a lot of different enemies. There is a lot of times where it's like, how do I avoid not getting hit? And what can I touch? What can I not touch? Um, and some of the levels are literally, you're flying so fast that I actually physically felt myself, like, kind of getting, like, nauseous, um, <laughs> as I was playing it, and I don't know if that's just me, maybe I just can't handle, uh, handle my speed, um, but
2: it's just, it, it got to be a little bit too much in, in some of the flying, uh, shoot em up levels of it. It does get pretty intense later. You're going at such a mock speed, and so many things come at you, there's... One of the sub-weapons in the game is called an enemy eraser where it just blows up the screen and you almost have to just kind of sit there and mash that button because so many things are heading for you and j- damaging you everywhere yeah. that you really can't, you can't shoot at anything so you just blow everything mm-hmm. up. It gets pretty rough. Yeah. Well,
1: but, and like yeah. we talked about earlier, the benefit though is that this game does not kill you in one hit and you can increase that <laughs> right. life bar as you yes. progress Absolutely. in the game. Yeah. So. Getting hit is not necessarily a big deal in this game, especially if you increase that life bar. It can go all the way across the screen, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah So you yeah. can take a lot of hits in this game. Uh, I noticed, and this may have been because I wasn't playing it on original hardware, I don't know, but there is a ton of flicker in this game. I'm, I'm really, one, I'm impressed that they're able to fit as much stuff on the screen as they do. Mm-hmm. That's pretty That's pretty impressive for NES, but for me, I got I got all kinds of flicker. Like, all the sprites were flickering when they got a lot of stuff on the screen. I, I mean, uh, that's to yeah. be expected,
4: yeah i can't remember it in the flying sections of it but yeah when there was a lot of enemies in the um in the uh, the labyrinth exploration it was
1: mostly in the top down stuff yeah
4: yeah, yeah. there was a lot of flicker especially <clears throat> when you put a lot of enemies
2: in one room especially those spiders that multiply oh, God. and it's like the whole room just becomes yeah. an infestation you get nothing but flicker you're better just leaving yeah <laughs>
1: But it's still impressive that they're able to fit that much stuff, you know? I mean, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rare put, to
1: see that much on a screen on any NES game.
4: Yeah, and the thing is, the game came out in, what, 1989, I think? So, I mean, they were still, I think they were still trying to find their stride with, like, the, with the hardware,
2: and they did a fantastic job. And it was absolutely just impressive what they did. Yeah. I probably put it on league with, like, Smash TV. Didn't have a whole lot of object limit issues. Yeah, and it, there was so much on screen with Smash TV that yeah. It, I mean, this game was pretty much right on par with it. Mm-hmm. Where it, it just it it was be, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. It didn't it really. Just, it bogged down a little bit. Just occasional flicker. It. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. What do you think of the graphics, Justin? No, I I pretty much agree with everything that's been said. I mean, I thought the graphics were really good, uh, and I was thinking, you know, it's it's pretty unbelievable what they were able to do. Um the time that it was that this game was released for uh, not only the graphics but just the design of the game so
0: yeah
1: well I, in general i like the graphics i like the I, I really like the graphics in the shmup part the shoot 'em up part i was less fond of the graphics and i think it's more of the style of the graphics in the top-down stuff um, I, I mean, I, it's very colorful and I, I do like uh-huh. that. I and I, also, I love the enemy designs, I think they're some mm-hmm. of them are really crazy looking and they're really cool. Yeah. I like the, yeah, the big cyclops snake fish guy with the teeth <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I don't really know how else to describe him, but uh, something that kind of irked me a little bit is in the top down stuff, does this sprite this change its size? I guess it's to. It's mostly the big sprite, right? But then every now and then, I got like the smaller version.
2: Does it mean we're going at diagonals?
1: Maybe I don't know. I, that that always bothers me, and it may, it's probably it could be the diagonals, but that always yeah. bothers me. And it, I know it's hard to do 2D mm-hmm. rendering, drawing, or whatever, and make the character look like it's going diagonal or at like certain angles without the size changing, but. Yeah. It's just a it's just a tiny little pet peeve of mine. It's like, it like it just looks weird when the sprite changes size. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a maybe I'm just trying to find things wrong with this game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, that so, makes sense, especially when you're trying to survive in a game like that, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're getting hit, and you're like, I'm nowhere near you, but you know, <laughs> for some reason my uh, apparently my hitbox still is, but my sprite isn't. Mm-hmm. So it's, no, that's a completely yeah. understandable uh, thing. That's, yeah. What did we experience that with? That was Jetsons, I think. Cogswell's was Caper, it? where the sprite would change but your hitbox wouldn't. Oh no, yeah. So it yeah. was very confusing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. What about the
1: uh, the sound and the music? Sound effects, music, that sort of thing. I do have one let me just get this off my chest. This I don't know, it may just be me, but I feel like they straight ripped off the Zelda 2 theme song. Like their main their main theme song and the Zelda 2 theme song there's like a little segment where it's like if this was a real song, it'd be like the intro, and then there's the verse and the chorus. Well, they just straight <laughs> ripped the verse out of Zelda Two. I don't know which one came first though. So, I uh,
2: wasn't oh. Zelda nineteen ninety? No, no, Zelda Zelda II I'm two was, thinking uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Zelda that's Two was
4: eighty eight or eighty nine.
2: I think it was about the same time. It as may it have been
4: around the same time. Yeah, uh, maybe
2: uh, maybe they got uh, contact Zelda with Delta
3: 2 initial release
4: is 1987. Okay, different. Wow. That was uh, yeah. Japan. That's right. It mm-hmm. Came out in Japan.
1: Okay, first. I'm going to. Uh, you guys keep telling what uh, what you liked about the sound and the music, and I'm going to see if I can do a side by side. We did this on Rad Racer, but I'm going to okay. like play a side by side and see if you guys can see. Maybe I'm, I may be completely wrong, but for some reason to me, it just sounded a little too
0: similar.
2: Yeah. I, the sound in it, like, if you've ever played Gunnack, a lot of the sounds that Broderbund or, or IREM, I can't remember which one actually developed. Compile. Compile. Oh, it's Compile. Like, Compile. they're so similar. You can They take this exact same sound effect. Mm-hmm. I suppose a lot of games do. Yeah, and the they series. recycle a lot of their own sound yeah. effects. But I have to say, at least from my perspective,
4: I absolutely love the music. Um, the music is just absolutely top-notch from the beginning of the game to... Um, to the end um it's uh, there is such a good variety of music in the overworld um there's a good variety of of music and different tunes in the uh, in the shoot 'em up sections as well too and there was so many times where i would get into like a certain level and it's like just the music would just like pump me up like oh yeah man i can yeah. do this can you always gotta this.
3: like game that puts pump up music in it yeah it feels, yeah. feels good for the for, mm-hmm. the, for the music and i think take- yeah. yeah. I think this game definitely did that.
1: Okay, I want to play... Uh, now, I'm going to play this one. Th- this one's Zelda. And I think it's the one I'm thinking of. I think it's the overworld theme. But okay. I want to play it first. Here we go. Not this part. Right here. Okay, it's mainly the bass line, okay? Now, let's see, mm-hmm. let, me, let me see the... Let me go back to... Uh, Guardian Legend, let me find it, and then just listen.
4: I think I might know what you're talking about. Okay, hold on, here it comes. Yep.
1: Almost, it's not here yet. Uh, Right, yeah. Maybe I picked the wrong song? (laughs) <laughs> this is this great podcasting. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe this is it. here.
2: Oh yeah.
1: I mean, come on, that's pretty close, yeah, that's right? Pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll give it
4: to you. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's the main. That's the main okay. overworld theme. Yeah, that's yeah. It is. It is really close, actually. It was a so lot of effort s- for that, but okay, <laughs> it yeah. makes me feel better. Right. So, <laughs> so here we go. We got. They They stole
3: their song. They stole their box art <laughs> that oh nice man deal. yeah you know?
2: uh Miria jeez
3: <laughs> yeah I've never heard that name before
2: so <laughs> they've got that name. I liked her in her high, hu- in her high boots oh, the whole time in the overworld so
4: where did the, the name Miria come from that must have come uh, somewhere I have no idea yeah. have like song lyrics or something
2: I didn't read into it <laughs> I just read <laughs> what her name was
1: you just made it
3: up
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> the main character creature and I know you guys were going to quiz me on it. I would have come up with a better backstory.
1: <laughs> uh, we just like my uh Yeah. All right. Uh, well, so that's a pretty good wrap up. I think let's wrap it up. You guys have got anything else to say other than before we get into the is it fun, is it worth it segment? Any last words of wisdom? Job,
2: man. Oh, man.
4: Words of wisdom? I don't know how much of wisdom I <sighs> am. Okay. I feel like I'm on is it spot.
1: fun? Or is it worth it? I got,
4: <laughs> no, I, 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 got, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing to, to really add. I feel like I said everything that I, I needed
1: to say. So. All right, Justin, what's the, uh, <sighs> what's it going for? And by the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but the light in this room is causing like a, lens glare on my computer. I what see is, that. It's, it's like
4: it's,
1: a, I feel like I'm in like a really fancy
4: movie. Yeah, like like I say, you look like you're an angel.
3: Oh. Huh? Yeah, it looks like you have an aura <laughs> about you.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, so what's it what's it go for, Jason?
3: Uh, it looks like it's about average. It's about fifteen bucks. We can go for about a fifteen buck average.
2: Okay. So.
1: Well, um, uh, I think it's totally worth it. I mean, I I may have complained the most out of this episode about it, but for fifteen dollars, as deep as this game is, and as fun as all its little parts are, even though I can't quite put them together yet, uh, I think it's totally worth the fifteen dollars. That's my Absolutely. opinion.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I would imagine when this game came out, it was about what, roughly the like I mean, forty-five was, to sixty dollars. Yeah, I was mark. gonna say probably between like fifty, yeah, forty and fifty bucks. I would say even today, spending that amount of money for this, you would definitely get your money's worth for it. I mean, the game is so deep and immersive, mm-hmm. and and so long and fun. I think you would absolutely get your money's worth it, even at even a fifty-dollar mark. Well, yeah, I,
4: I would okay, not call it worth it at $50. I was going to say, let's 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 <laughs> not get ahead of ourselves, but Rain it in a little bit. There. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would say fifteen. If I was going to go upwards of like twenty bucks, I would say it would still be worth every penny. Um, it, it, there are going to be people who this game just does not meld with, and mm-hmm. it's just not their style. So, I mean, it, uh, higher than twenty-five dollars, it's kind of hit and miss of whether or not it would be worth it, but. Um, from my, um, opinion, I would say, yeah, $15, definitely. I think even, uh, regardless of what genre you're into, this game is definitely worth every penny of it because you get your money's worth. There's so much of the game to explore, so much to, um, enjoy. The music's great. The, uh, the graphics are great. Um, it's a decent length for a game too. There's a little bit of puzzle elements in there too. So, I mean, there's a little bit of everything for everyone really, so... 15 bucks, absolutely,
0: without even
1: thinking. Yeah, I'd say it's worth it. I will say, though, um, it's also worth it to have save states for this game. Yeah. So, if you're going to purchase this game and play it, I would say purchase it and play it Mm -hmm. on, like, a retron system that has save states, because it's totally worth it to have save
4: states. Yeah. completely agree uh, Brother Bun never perfected the uh, the art of passwords um, and so it's it gets to be a real big headache to have to put in uh, a 32 character password every single time
2: you want to play out of like 64 different characters you can pick I think that was one thing this game was actually panned for when it first it's, came out yeah. and one of the reviews was saying that I mean it had no battery backup. So it still relied on passwords at that time, mm-hmm. and that they were kind of like eh, you could have done a battery gotten away with
0: it.
1: Yeah. It's time yeah. to move on to batteries now. Before yeah. Justin gives his opinion of whether it's worth it, I just thought of another gripe. I got to go back because this is one of my one of my biggest gripes. I didn't even mention during the show. If yeah, you die sure. and you have to enter your password, you then have to walk through the labyrinth back to uh, wherever the corridor was you were trying to get to. If, like if you die in one of the corridors. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes that's a pretty long walk, and I really did, was not a fan of that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> again, it's... again, save states would would pretty much cure you of that if you want to use them. So
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, that's Justin, true. is
1: it worth it to you at fifteen?
3: It's worth it to me. I think it is a um, by far worth it. Definitely. So.
1: There's a lot of replay value to it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, now that I know about this arcade mode, I may go back and like. Just play it as a shmup because I like it. Yeah. I like it as a shmup too. I mean, even if that's mm-hmm. all it was, just because it's not punishing like most are, you know. So yeah. I, mean, I might go back and play it like that sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. TGL all capital letters. The Guardian Legend. That's the
0: it. Guardian <laughs> Legend.
2: Yeah, and that'll take you right into the shoot 'em up parts. Yeah.
0: Sweet. And you so don't uh,
2: need 32 characters. <laughs> just three. <laughs>
1: Yeah, why can not they make all their passwords
4: like that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, that is one thing, though, that I, I did tell Andy um, as I was playing it, though, is that um, I think it's, like, it, it's bittersweet that they have a password feature because um, Nintendo games especially are coming up to that point to where all games, or, well, almost all games that are battery backup, like, those batteries were not meant to last, like, Twenty, twenty-five, 25 going upwards of 30 years so at some point that battery is going to just die and it's not going to be able to save anymore so at the same time that you really hate putting in a password at least all of your stuff is saved and it doesn't matter what happens as long as that game works your password is always going to work it's yeah, never going true. to fail so I mean, you can replace the that-
1: battery but you still lose the the save game, right?
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of like bittersweet in the sense. I hate the password feature, but at the same time, I, I won't fault it because at least it's a, a 100% guaranteed backup.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. And really, honestly, I, I make fun of these long passwords quite often, but realistically there's so many different things that the game has to remember and that's why passwords get long right exactly you have to remember all like the location how many levels you beat what what different items you have all this stuff Mm -hmm. that's why the passwords get so long in some of these games because each one means something each other means something yeah so the fact that this game's so deep and there's so many power-ups and things in it um that it kind of has to have a long password
4: yeah definitely
1: you know so, did you guys come up with any retrofitted trophies? Did you remember well, to do that? I forgot to remind you.
4: Well, it's funny. Um, ironically, I came up with some, and um, Andy, uh, who requested this
2: game, didn't pick up a single one. Not I. A- uh, you forgot to remind me, Paul. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> <sir. laughs> yes, don't that's worry. My, By the time game. you guys are done, I'll on have one. Don't <laughs> worry about it.
1: Okay. All right. I'll go, I'll go first. I've got one called Who Needs Blast Processing? And that is Beat the First Level, just because <laughs> it starts <laughs> off just like. Real fast, you know? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember any Sega games doing that.
3: No. Not one. Not a single one. Not one. How about uh, Roombas Suck? And that is <laughs> kill all those little... <laughs> they, first of all, Roombas do suck. Yes, they uh, do. And uh, kill all the little spider-looking guys. They just reminded me of Roombas when you're on the top-down version. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Uh,
2: oh, I thought you were talking about the little pucks. That go back and forth in some of those screens at the beginning? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but the that spider looks like a Ruba too. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> and actually, that just makes
4: me think of a, a portrait of a trophy,
2: actually. <laughs> because, well, no, it's because
4: this one was like, it, it actually terrified me. <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain when, uh, when, when I get there. So.
1: Alright, give us one, then.
4: Okay, so uh, so one of them is uh, Take Off. I'm a legend. And it's Beat the Game. <laughs>
1: All right, sure. cool. I've got one for beating the game too. It's called Michael Bay would be impressed.
0: <laughs>
3: <That's> <laughs> uh, my, I'll do mine. That's for beat the game, and that is always cleaning up somebody's mess. And that is because at the beginning of the game, and you're reading the note. It says, "If you're, if, I hope no one's reading this, but if someone is reading this, I have failed."
4: Yeah, that's right. Mm. So uh, cleaning up that mess. <laughs> that's true. All right, so uh, so another one of mine. <laughs> this is kind of a uh, kind of a nod to another certain game. Is uh, wait, where's the poison? And that's uh, <laughs> get a health pickup when you have full life already. Because that was one thing I was actually very disappointed of is that unlike Legacy of the Wizard, there wasn't poison that could actually hurt you. It was just they were very generous with their life pickups and life drops and stuff. So it was
2: just kind of a weird change. A typical NES trope that likes to throw down health that you have yeah, for some reason. Yeah.
1: <sighs> you mean you, you, you're the opposite of me then, because, and probably 99.9% of everybody else out there who actually wants not that negative health
4: stuff. Yep, yep exactly. <laughs> I'm unique. I'm yeah. unique in my own way. Uh, <laughs> All
1: right, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, my next one and last one, actually, because I only have three, is, ah, shmup it. And that is beat the game uh, by using the code at the end of the first game. So beat it a second time and just do shmup the whole time.
4: I like it. Nice.
3: I, I'm, I'm out. I don't
4: oh, worry. okay. And then, uh, yeah, another one of mine is uh, you're special in your own way, and that's defeat Terramut. And Terramut is, is one of the... Uh, he only shows up once in the game, I think, and he's. Uh, let me see if I can actually like uh, show you the the picture of him in the uh, in the instruction booklet. I mean, he looks so so. There's there's Ter- uh, Where's the uh, there it is. There's Terramut right there, the yellow dragon guy. Mm-hmm. He looks mm-hmm. really he looks really awesome in the game, but he does absolutely nothing in the game. Like he Ugh. he hardly can hurt your character. And so it's almost like you just feel like you're just beating up on this poor defenseless creature. <laughs> mm. uh, and, and so I was just like, man, you know what? You look cool. You're <laughs> special, buddy. Like uh, <laughs> you're great. You're great.
2: So I, I had to do one for him. Um, I guess I do have one then. And it was it was, it was it's uh, it was it was actually boss inspired. Thank you for that. Mm. That worked out well. It's uh, the trophy will be called Smile Wide. And that's Defeat Grimgrim. Oh, yeah. Grim There's this boss where it's just this big old smile and he's got, like, five sets of <laughs> eyeballs. And it's like you take out each set of eyeballs and then mm-hmm. eventually you take out the center one and it just spits eyeballs at you. And it's just crazy. Yeah. It's so funny. So, and then
4: my... Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then, then my last one is, like, the the one that I just thought of is, uh, I would call it uh, Arachnophobia. And that's Defeat the spider after he's like given birth to like a whole slew of other spiders because um, that one sticks out to me because every time I would go into a room that had a spider, I would always kill him like super slow or super fast. And so it would only be just the one spider. And so I thought, man, these guys are a joke. And one time I was like, you know what? I'll let you kind of move around do whatever you got to do. That's fine. And, And then all of a sudden there was like 10 spiders came out and I was like, oh my god, and then another like, ten came out of like, each one of those ten, and it's like, oh my god, like, within like, five seconds you could really just be overwhelmed with a whole bunch of spiders, and I, I literally just ran off the screen to like, unspawn them all, and so I just remember being terrified, like, that's not supposed to happen, I'm, I'll
2: see you later. (laughs) So, yeah. I do have another one, now that I think about it. Sorry, I keep, I keep coming up with one. Yeah, that's (laughs) alright. It's, uh, (laughs) It's called um, Fully Decked and Ready to Wreck. And that's to upgrade every single sub weapon that you have. Wow. Oh, because all nice. the sub weapons can be leveled up three times. So okay. there you go. Level up everything. And, to and yeah, it's like poetic.
4: Yeah, right? wow, yeah really.
1: I bet this game's really think, easy if you think, do that.
4: I think Tom Arnold would be
2: impressed. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: Would be. yeah would. <laughs> so, how do you guys want to rate this game?
2: Well, I would say since you yeah, turn it into is. a glider, maybe equate it to some sort of flying thing. Okay. Ooh. Okay. And actually, I'll, I can start with it if no one minds.
1: Just okay. So we're just going to do some type of flying thing, and okay. yeah, right. yeah.
2: I That's would actually perfect. equate it to a uh, a hot air balloon, because they always you always picture a hot air balloon as so like, it's so majestic looking, and then you get up to it, and it looks like such a pleasant adventure, but you know, at any point that thing could pop, and you're pretty much dead. Which, that's how the game goes. <laughs> one of those later levels, that's you just true. get sworn by so yeah. many things, you die so quickly. Yeah. Then you're having such a great time. There you go. Hot air balloon. Okay.
4: Okay.
1: All right. I like it. Um, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, I'm going to equate this to a person's first flight to Australia from the United States. Because <laughs> you look on the map, right? And you're thinking, huh, that's not that far. It's just right over there. <laughs> then you realize once you're on the plane that it's halfway around the world, and it's like a 24-hour flight or something ridiculous like that, right? So, uh yeah, that's that was what this game was to me. I was I like, no oh, way. it's just a, it's just a shoot 'em up. It's gonna be fun to play. It's gonna be quick and easy. And then I get, I start playing it, and next thing I know, I'm halfway around the world. I
4: Had no so, idea what you're getting yourself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one.
3: All right, I'm going to do flying a commercial jet because it's, I'm sure, extremely complicated, right? But once you get good at it, like, you know, the pilots that hopefully are flying your jet to Australia, (laughs) uh, it's fairly easy. They're pretty much sitting up there napping. And this game, it's, you know, once you get, you know what you're doing, it follows that linear fashion and you know where to go, what to do.
0: Yeah.
1: So you're saying that Andy is like basically just like a commercial airliner. If he, Yeah, if, that's
3: exactly I mean. what I'm saying.
2: We're not stopping for fuel. I'll get you to <laughs> Australia, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you said hot air balloon.
4: You said an airplane or a flight to Australia. You said just a commercial airliner. What does what, what that leave? What does that leave? Um, all right. I, I would go ahead and say um, if I equate it to any kind of flying machine. Well, it's not really, the flying instrument. You know, I would go ahead and say a hang glider, and and I would say it because you you think about being up in a in a hang glider, and you're like, this is really scary. I don't think I want to do that. I don't I don't even want to try it out. That's fine. But once you get up there and you try it out, you're like, man, what what was I thinking? Like this is this is the greatest time I've, I've ever had. This is the the, the thrill of my life. And so it's like you just kind of have to step over that, that that initial fear, that initial nervousness, and just kind of go with it. And you'll find out that it's that it's that it's a great great experience.
1: And if you crash your hang glider, you have to enter a password to get back on And
4: if you yeah, yes, right. and if you enter the right password, you'll just automatically be up in the air again. Yeah. <laughs> yep, thirty-two characters. All right,
1: I we'll move on to feedback, but I totally dropped the ball. And forgot to post about it until today, so we may not have a lot, but we'll see. Well, we may well, have more than we think. I don't know. We'll see. What
3: yeah, happens. that's okay. true. Just a few. Mostly, we talked about that uh, uh, movie poster.
4: Well, <laughs> well, I do have to say, you guys are definitely, uh, you guys are definitely saved because uh, a certain somebody is, um, is is co-hosting this episode with you guys instead of making like a five-minute phone call. The, 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 the I know, that, was,
1: that was one of our best fun calls <laughs> We haven't had one again since. I don't know what's going on. Oh
2: man! I did enjoy it actually. I did enjoy listening oh, to that's it. Great. Great. I enjoyed it too because <laughs> about sixty percent of it
4: was new to me.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. So on the Facebook feedback, Yawn Ian Hook, uh, he put up the picture of the uh, creature uh, movie poster. Uh, but as far as game feedback, we have Aaron Thompson. Uh, this game is tons of fun. I'm pretty sure I defeated it a few years ago. The special weapons at the flying corridors are pretty cool. Uh, Aaron Hickman, the first uh, sentence is edited. I don't know why it doesn't. I can't see what it says, but it says <laughs> within between the awesome music, great hybrid shooter Zelda gameplay, and a lady who can transform into a plane. Count me in. What line was edited, lady? Did he
1: have something else there? No, it, it, Aaron.
4: it, it yeah. probably has something to do with well, it's not in, it's like a psychogenesis game, but it's,
3: uh-huh. it's,
2: it's good yeah. enough. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we'll, just, <laughs> decided to take it out. we'll we'll just leave it alone.
2: All right. So Craig Greg
3: <laughs> <laughs> Polander says, again with the gym comment, Aaron Hickman. So there you go. Uh, truth is though I agree with you this is a really great game and ahead of its time in some ways there's an interesting story great music, good graphics for the time and some open world freedom to go around the station and tackle the ship stages as you want also the split gameplay between the top down Zelda-ish play on the station and the vertical shooting stages like in Life Force is really great and keeps the game from getting boring translation is so-so for these old games. It can get very tough later on, along with brutal to write down passwords, and the box cover art is one of the worst on the NES. But come on, <laughs> how cool is that you turn into a ship and play as a woman to boot.
2: Yeah, that's right.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: that's that all we got on unique, right yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, there weren't too many. No, not too many. Metroid is the only other one that's really coming to mind. Well. yeah.
2: Ghost Lion,
0: no. no yeah, ghost Lion, Daria. That's more kind
1: of like a Zelda-ish Dragon Warrior. All right, yeah, all
2: that. right that's enough. Did you say Daria? <laughs> There's a Daria game on the news? Oh. No, no Daria. Learn something new every day. <laughs> it's very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right, we got some we got some po- feedback on our Facebook page uh, from a bunch of people that have never given us feedback before. So all right. Oh wow! All right. Uh, Keith Rains says, one of my favorites. I don't know when I got rid of it or why, but I missed that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Giles Giles Brown says, can't wait. Ivar Golden Boy Lobin says, my thoughts are that the Scandinavian version has a way cooler cover art. And he is correct. That's the one that's the Powell Powell version. Mm -hmm. And James Reynolds says, great game. And James found out about it through Greg Smith, because Greg Smith saw the post and just his comment was James Reynolds. So
2: there
4: you go. Thanks (laughs) thanks guys. That was a tag team right there. Nice. Uh,
1: And then on Twitter, we got uh, feedback from clock. Oh boy. I (laughs) know. Sorry. It's all right. It's a really long word that makes sense but I had to read it twice and I started to say it without reading it the second time. The Completionator at Completionator says, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I played it every year on my birthday, which is coming up. Smiley face. Hey. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, exactly.
4: Happy birthday.
1: All right. I Couldn't hope you listen tradition. to this on your birthday because that would be awesome. <laughs> and that is it. I do have some voicemails that we can squeeze in here. Uh, well, this run- this is running a little long, so I may Chris Vanderhoff. Dude, Vanderhoff is gonna kill me because there's a call on here for two calls on here from February 9th from him. <laughs> now let's go, let's play his and then Bert. Will, we'll, we'll Bert. We'll save yours for next time. But I'll play Chris's because it's been since February 9th. My bad. All right. Hey, to, uh, this is not what I'm meant to <laughs> do. <laughs> Great pod. What in the world? Remember when I said the app updated and screwed everything up? Okay, so we're waiting until next time. I need yeah, next time. <laughs> I to figure out what's going on <laughs> here. Apologize, hey. Chris, but Vanderhoff, have
4: uh, tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried.
1: This is the second time we've tried, actually. <laughs> the, the app updated and it just it just messed everything oh. up. It signed me out, and like now I can't get it to play through the speaker, which is I did. It, gangster style and just held this phone up to the microphone here <laughs> uh anyways all right so i guess that's gangster pod <laughs> yeah i don't know why i said gangster style um so um oh we have i was gonna do a couple new honorary dudes and they're actually i guess dudettes i, I don't know i don't know if if, it, if they want to be dudes or dudettes we go i'll go with dudes for now unless they want to be dudettes but um honorary dude mandy and dude gail so welcome to the phone girls thank you for they've been listening for a long time and i don't know why we haven't made them honorary dudes yet but welcome
0: and
3: bring them to the group
1: we'll bring them in we'll bring them on in um so shout out to the retro junkies shout out to the wee Mm -hmm. dude for the music and shout out to the fox dude for the logo. And you guys, do you want to talk about your show for a minute before we talk about ours and close this out? Sure, man. Yeah,
4: sure. So uh, yeah, we as uh, as we said before or in the beginning, uh, so we're Paul and Andy of Power Trip Gaming uh, on a quest to uh, to actually play through and beat every single officially licensed Nintendo game, um, and uh, we're we're doing it a game at a time on actual. Uh, uh, actual hardware, actual hardware with actual games that actually freeze up in the middle of our gameplay, uh, which can be extremely frustrating. Which uh, actually happened today. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so so it's, uh, it's a it's a trip that we started in 2015, and uh, we're on uh, powertripgaming.tv. TV. It takes you uh, uh, right to our, uh, our our YouTube channel. Um, uh, we do have to have a disclaimer, though. It is not. Uh, Family-friendly, there is quite a, bit family of, friendly. quite a bit of vulgarity, <laughs> so uh, just uh, listeners beware.
2: Yeah, I think we're up to 118 games now recorded, yeah. Yeah. and we would be at 119. Have you guys ever recorded for two hours only to find out you can't use anything? That <laughs> yeah. uh, happened to uh, us today. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I'm not sure if we've game. done that. I know for we screwed game. up many, many times, though.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: It was a game called Funhouse, mm-hmm. and it's like 12, 12 levels long, 72 screens. We were on screen like 47 or 48, and the whole game just decided yeah, just, to quit on us. us. Yep, just uh, for us. So, uh, that's the that that. awesome. Yeah.
1: I will say that if, if Justin and I were trying to do what you're doing and actually beat the games in front of people, then we would not be able to be a family-friendly podcast either. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've always said if you aren't swearing at your game, you're not being challenged enough. Yeah, right.
1: So, very, very true. yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin, where can they find us?
3: Uh, Facebook. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter, yeah.
3: And probably our website, 2 dot nesdudes.com, and nintendudes.com. Or, actually, I wanted to give a special uh, shout-out to anybody that wants to use Google Plus and join Ryan Ballard
1: mm-hmm.
3: over there. Uh, outside of that you can always call us at
1: 775 773 8761 or 775 7 Retro 1 if you like the alphanumerics and we will play the calls once I figure out how this app <laughs> works now <laughs> stupid stupid Google alright alright <laughs> We can say that because we're using Skype right now and they won't yes, lose can. It. That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, the reason we're using topic. Skype and the reason we're using Skype
3: is because Google got rid of Hangouts. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The oh, ringing yeah. endorsements for Skype, but anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like Skype. I like Skype. I like how it puts the little picture in the corner
2: so I can yeah. do other things. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot better than it used to be. Though, yeah. Sure. Oh, definitely. I used it a few years ago and it was a very ugly process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so
1: if you are listening and you're not a patreon donor then you should be because we're about to talk about switch here in the next little bit but first here's the music to the next game we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break and we'll get a drink of water and then we'll be talking about switch on patreon see you guys